Welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to First Things First on the First Things First podcast. Each week we have exciting, interesting, amazing people on the podcast, and we get to sit and we get to listen to their stories, and it's awesome and fun. But the best thing about it, my favorite thing about it, is that the people we're talking to, they're amazing and interesting and fascinating, but they're also probably your neighbors. And so that's my favorite part. And today is no exception here in the uh, guys, this is an amazing podcast studio. Just go ahead and admit it, right? It's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here in the podcast studio uh, with me, I have the Moyers family. I have Swade and Crystal Moyers. They're here uh, today. And we're doing something a little different today. We did this last week, too. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're talking about, we just finished a series called Adopted, where we talked about how this is what God has done for us, right? He's adopted us into his family. He's given us his name. That's what it means to be a Christian. And, but we've also talked about foster care and about adoption and about, um, and about you know, uh, how all of us, if we're Christians, James uh, writes that true spirituality, caring for widows and orphans. And so orphan care, if you're a Christian, is not, we're not trying to decide if we're going to participate in orphan care. <laughs> we're trying to decide how we're going to participate in orphan care because it's something that all of us are supposed to be doing. So mm-hmm. um, so we've invited some folks uh, in. Uh, Carrie Williams was here. Kim Sanders, just her podcast. Uh, she just she was last week. And so uh, this week, uh, uh, the Moyers are here. And they're going to talk to us a little bit about foster care, about adoption, about that whole uh, uh, what what that looks like? How do you know if you're called to that? How does it shape and change you as a family when you follow the Lord in obedience in that way? All those things is what we're going to talk about. Okay, awesome, good times. They're nodding and they're they're on board. It's going to be good. You can hear my good. nod. That's right. So, I can hear your nod. You you, if you guys want to you, like direct the mics a little bit where you can look at me, we can actually make there eye contact go. a little better. That, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Because I don't want you to get a crick in your neck. So, you uh, okay. So, why don't you guys introduce yourself a little bit? And uh, let's, ladies first. You're, you're going to love me for that, aren't you, Crystal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Start. Start with you. And tell everybody a little bit about you. What What's the essential thing that folks need to know about you? What? It, introduce yourself. Okay. Well, I'm Crystal Moyers, and um, I'm I just love kids. I guess to know something about me. I've been a teacher for goodness 15 or 16 years now and 10 of those years were spent teaching kindergarten oh yes and (laughs) that was really exhausting (laughs) Um, and then yeah a decade of that I decided I'm gonna try something different so I got my dyslexia therapist license and now I do dyslexia therapy for Shellwater ISD Um, I just love doing that and also blessed that I get to help some of my own children um, through that as well and it also just um you know, kind of gave me a little more energy yeah, yes. <laughs> when I wasn't teaching 22 five-year-olds all day for my own kids. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I would substitute when I was on the road, uh, I would substitute teach when, you know, when I was back in Abilene yeah. and, uh, and I was a music teacher one time. And so you get all the, every age, you know, yeah, and, yeah. uh, and when those kindergartners came in, I would just say, Lord Jesus, help me, you know, because I mean? <laughs> God love them. They are balls of energy. Yeah. And I was, I was going to tell you too. So I taught one year at Southcrest Christian school uh-huh. and part of my job there, they just kind of made up a job for me really is what they did. But one of my jobs was there were two guys who were severely dyslexic that they came to me 
for reading and for history and, you know, for all those kinds of classes. Yeah. That was a mind blowing year for me. Mm -hmm. I had no idea the challenges Mm -hmm. that people who struggle with dyslexia actually have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm going to tell you a quick story. We can't talk about this the whole time, but one quick story. I, uh, they, they were taking a history test. And so they're in my class with this history test and I can tell both of them frustrated. It checked out. Mm -hmm. So I went to look at the test. There was like 25 matching questions, you know, Mm -hmm. and then the rest of it was short answer. And one of them had, he would write one sentence and then he would erase it and he would write it again mm-hmm. and erase it. Yeah. And so, so I took, I got my iPad, I had an iPad, I took him out in the hallway and I mm-hmm. asked them the questions mm-hmm. and recorded video them answering the questions. Yes. And then when I turned the test back into their teacher, I sent him the video. He came down to my office about an, about an hour after I sent it to him and he was literally in tears. Yeah. He, he said, I had no idea that those guys knew that much mm-hmm. about what we were talking about. I had no idea that they were paying attention mm-hmm. that much. He was blown away. Let me tell you something. Both those guys made, they they both made, one made an 88 and one made a 94 on that test. Both of them ended up making A's in the class for the rest of the year. And it was just because the teacher didn't know how to get, to, get them to tell them what they knew. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if that's the only thing. And I was blown away. Anyway, so God bless you for doing that. It's amazing. Thank so, you. Thank you. They, they were blessed to have you to take that video of them. Not many people would have thought to have done that. I had no idea what I was doing. None whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like it was the Lord was just using me. But both of those guys graduated, you know, uh, and they graduated with really good grades from awesome. high school. Mm-hmm. You know, that, they were only eighth graders when I had them. Mm-hmm. And uh, but and then both of one of them, uh, both of them maybe went to college. I mean, both. I mean, mm-hmm. it was amazing. And and. And and what happened that year, and really what happened with that test, it's amazing. Both of them were like, wait a minute, I'm not stupid. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can do this. Mm-hmm. And it changed the way they approached every all mm-hmm. their classes. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. Anyway, so I just want to say that I, I really believe in what you do. And uh, I've watched, I have watched two young men, whole mm-hmm. their whole lives mm-hmm. get turned around because because of because of a little bit of extra attention from someone who mm-hmm. didn't even know what he was doing, mm-hmm. so I can't imagine the impact that you have. So awesome! Oh, That's thank great. You. Wow, thank you. we weren't even planning to talk about that. <laughs> this is going to be the best that, podcast. That's a whole podcast ever. in itself. Yeah, it, so. it is. We're going to have to have you back on. Oh, just we'll so. talk about that but, uh, uh, separately. Okay, Swade, what about you? Tell everybody about. I'm Swade Moyers, um, and uh, I have grew up in shallow water. Yeah, I've been here my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've uh, coached many, many kids in shallow water as well uh, yeah. as a volunteer. So that's that's my one of my callings: get to pour into young men and young women, you yeah. know. And on that front, um, I own an AV company, so yep. we do sound, video, and lights. We did the the sanctuary, yes, you, you know, did. the auditorium. Amazing, so, and uh, you know, I just you know, uh, uh, we have five kids, so we have uh, two boys, um, Kendricks and Colton. Yeah. Um, and uh, they are in uh, um, seventh and sixth grade. Oh, Crystal's yes. looking at me to make sure I know all this. <laughs> You're looking so, at me. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And then uh, we have three daughters. Um, we have uh, Cadence. Um, we have uh, Collins. And we have Callie. Um, and that's a, a first grader, a third grader, and a eighth grader. About to be a freshman. I'm not ready for that. No, um, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that is, it's a, it, this whole little stretch here. 
you know, because we've done it once already and it goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. Man, it's crazy. So, yeah, I feels like just yesterday that Carson was a freshman. She's getting married this summer. Oh, okay. Wow. So, yeah. And listen, when I just said that, I threw up in my mouth a little bit when I just <laughs> said that. So, I'm not, you're not ready. I, it is crazy how fast that goes. So, there are so many things that we could talk about because I, mm-hmm. one of these days, we need to have you guys on the podcast. I want to hear how you guys met and I want to hear you know, all the great stories. <laughs> But, uh, but today, uh, I want us to, we're talking specifically about foster care, about mm-hmm. adoption. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'd love for you guys to start by telling me, like, how did, you, how did you feel like the Lord was leading you into that? Because you guys have adopted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you feel like the Lord was leading you into that? How did you know he was calling you to that? What did that look like in your life? You know, start there. Go ahead. Well, we, so we both... You know, even through high school, we've known right. each other for, uh, I can't even count how many years now. Um, and uh, even through high school, we both had a heart for that. And we right. both knew that they have something eventually wanted to do. And, um, you know, we, we never um, we never thought we were ready. So we, yes. we never had enough money. We never had right. a big enough house. We yep. never had, you know, none of that ever seemed to line up. So mm-hmm. we, we never really took that step. And, uh, you know, but God had been working on both me and Crystal. And uh, one day I walked up to her and I said, Crystal, I've been having this feeling that we, we need to start looking to adoption. And she's like, I've been having the exact same feeling. Nice. You yeah. know, um, and of course, we know what that feeling is, you yeah, know. Yeah, and, uh, the Holy Spirit. Exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, you can share kind of where we started, you know. And Yeah. So just like he was saying, it was something that God just put in our hearts. And I was kind of trying to reflect on that this morning of where did that even get started? Because like he said, even in high school, we were these young kids dating each other and we were just you guys had, are high school yes. sweethearts that's so cute <laughs> we had just had crazy conversations like, Sweet, like hey I want like, <laughs> like you just your high school sweetheart ended up being this awesome lady way to go buddy thank you way to go we, we, we've out punted our yeah, coverage absolutely that's it uh, that, nothing wrong with admitting no. that I'm proud no. of it actually I want everybody to know that so okay so you're just yeah. hanging out so in high just school? in high school hey I think I'm, I want to adopt one day I think I want to too okay cool you know and I was trying to reflect this morning, you know, where did that even come from as a high school student? Right. And I, it came to me, I remember reading this book as a, a class assignment, A Child Called It. Oh, I don't know if you've ever read that I, book. I've heard of the book, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's um, a man tells his story, and mm-hmm. he was actually the most severe child abuse case in the state of California. Wow. So he's telling his story and how he went, you know, he experienced just this horrible child abuse and um, he wanted out, you know, he, yeah. he wanted to be put in foster care, wanted to be adopted and just yearned for that family and how none of the teachers even knew how he wow. went to school every day and nobody knew what was going on in his life. And I just remember as a high school student that just spoke to me and just broke mm-hmm. my heart. Mm-hmm. And um, so I really felt like just, you know, as I was reflecting this morning that that was something God used mm-hmm. for me to open my eyes because to, to that world because as yeah. a high school student really I hadn't had any experience right with anything like that yeah yeah you, so and neither one of y'all's families was involved in foster care like when you were growing up no. so that was just a just something that the Holy Spirit kind of laid on your heart exactly yeah. right yeah man so um so I thought I think it's really interesting like a lot of people that I talk to do foster care you know usually there's one person who God's kind of laid it on their heart 
and the, and they and they kind of have to talk the other one into it. Well, that's a bad way to put it. That's not that's not at all the way it works out. But but there's one person who's kind of further down the road on it than the other person. But you guys sound like like y'all were pretty in sync on it mm-hmm. as soon as you started. As soon as you know you were able to say, "Sweet, hey, I think you know." Then Chris was like, "Yes, I think so too." You know. Right. So is that kind of how it was? We all mm-hmm. pretty much on the same page. Yeah, yeah. it really was. So. Yeah. And then from that point, we just kind of started looking into it and just, mm-hmm. you know, getting on the internet and searching some different options. And we had, we we're both imagining, we had, you know, something pictured where we're going to adopt a baby because right. we had two young mm-hmm. kids at the time. Adopt a baby where our first thought was out of the country adoption. Yes. Right. Um, we really hadn't even thought about foster care. So we started researching that and man, that's, there's a lot of hoops to jump through yeah. for that. And we kind of were getting discouraged, like, mm-hmm how can we even do this? You know, right. we're young. We're still trying to get our lives going. We've got two young kids at home paying for daycare for two kids. And yep. we got a little discouraged. And at that point, God just started bringing tons was, of people. Yeah. Tons of people into our lives that were involved in foster care. Yeah. Wow. And one, one family in particular, in which, um, they they kind of have a tie, you know, with, with the, um, with the Lana with uh, the uh, Nepal Nepal yes. mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So my, uh, I had a friend, um, his name is Scott Smith. Um, and me and Scott got to be really good buddies. We, he worked at uh, Victory Life Baptist Church. We yeah. knew each other really well. It turns out that Crystal had taught with his wife at um, Lake Ridge Baptist Church for yeah. a little while too. So we put it all together and, you know, we started hanging out and being, you know, going to their house to eat and they, they were fostering wow. um, a couple of African-American kids. Um, and uh, super sweet kids, but we never really thought about the fact that hey, there's kids in our own backyard that need yes help. Why right. do we need to go to another country when there's tons of kids that need us right now here? Yeah, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. They really kind of were our. We saw people our age right doing that right here in our community, mm-hmm. and it was just like, okay, wow, this this is a thing. And then just from there, just it just felt like all these people just came into our lives who were doing foster care or worked in foster care or had been in foster care themselves as a child. And right. we were like, okay, God, we get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> foster care. Yeah, that's, right. that's where you want us to go. Yeah, that's awesome. That's it. Uh, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit leads and directs, you know, and mm-hmm. brings people, the, the, the not just people, but like the right, the exact right people, the people who are doing, who, I mean, you couldn't have known at that point how similar the experiences would have mm-hmm. been later on whenever God, God added to your family. You know what I mean? So just, that's crazy. Uh, that's, uh, that's awesome how mm-hmm. the Lord does that. So you were, so you kind of started researching and God's leading all these people kind of to you. Um, so where, uh, like what steps did you take? Like, was there an organization that you guys went through? How, how did you, how did you take those steps toward getting, all the hoops that you talked about mm-hmm. having to jump through. How, how did you take those steps toward that? I mean, I, so I've, you know, being in the, I had a recording studio and video studio for a while and we used to do a lot of things for the Texas boys ranch. So oh, we, cool. we produced the, uh, the, um, the uh, telephone they had every year. Oh, awesome. So I didn't even know that. That's yeah. Awesome. So, so whenever they would do that, you know, we, we really weren't seeing ourselves with the older kid, uh-huh. um, but they were associated with, um, with the children's home of Lubbock. Right. Um, so we kind of felt, you know, felt led to go investigate with them and go, we went in for an and interview. And you knew people there, so, people so it was easy and, to talk yeah. to them. Um, so it was really easy to get in with them and kind of sit down and kind of explore, hey, what does this look like? How are we going to do this? And that type of thing. So um, so we started going through 
months and months and months of training. You know, right. they make sure you're well equipped. Yeah. You know, they yeah. don't just say, Hey, here's a kid, right. you know, good luck. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, so we, we started that direction. Yeah. Um, but I will say we got into it thinking, you know, going to all these meetings and okay, we just, we just want to foster mm-hmm. a baby and we want to adopt that baby. Yes. We, we really just want it to be an adoption. Yes. Not necessarily a foster situation. Right, right. Your adoption was what? Was adoption. Yes, right. yes. And we were kind of had our heart set on a baby because I think our kids were, um, what, like three and one at mm-hmm. the time. Um, so we we wanted to bring a baby into the situation. Birth we, order. We yeah, didn't want to yeah. try and offset <laughs> yeah. that. We, we had all these plans right. laid out and all these ways that we wanted it to go. Um, but then God had different plans for us. Mm-hmm. So um, let me, okay. The, uh, I want to say this. I, if you want to adopt, like mm-hmm. a lot of times people who want to adopt, baby is kind of what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Because those are a lot of times cases that they go they go straight from foster to adopt, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times it's infants, a lot of times that, right. that are, you know, they're abandoned at the hospital or they're, or they're, they're removed, you know, almost at birth. And then sometimes they go to adoption. So I know a lot of people do that. So that's, that's a, not an unusual, you know, thing mm-hmm. for per- mm-hmm. people who are thinking adoption is the end goal. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it sometimes works. But for you guys, it happened different. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, so this is probably this is probably you know my my favorite part of all these stories is how God led you, you know, to your child. You know how mm-hmm. how did mm-hmm. how did this happen for you guys? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and you know we. So if you include the three that we've adopted, we yeah. actually had five kids that came a little, yeah. came, came into our home. So you um, guys did even it, so we fostered the end even, goal and then you, yeah. even though we did not, that wasn't our goal. Yeah. You know, we had a precious little girl named Audra. Yeah, um, I'll try and keep draw an eye through this, but <laughs> she was a beautiful, sweet young girl. Um, she came into our home. Um, we loved her. She was our first one. You know, and uh, mom messed up pretty bad. Yeah, but. Sad thing is in the state of Texas, they have, they have a line that, that the parents have to get above. And the line, the line set really, the bar set super low. Yeah. As soon as the parent barely gets above that, all right, you can have your child back. Yes. Yeah. You know, so we got super attached to this girl. You know, she was, we, we were being told from, you know, and this isn't to deter anybody. But, no, but it's but part of the story. It, it's part of the story. And they, you know, CPS is saying, yeah, she's not going to go home. This is your kid. This is your kid. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, she's going home. Yes. And it felt like your heart was like just ripped out, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, uh, you know, so that, that really kind of tore us up a little, you know, a ways. And, and we, well, I, I will say it was hard and mm-hmm. it was not what we signed no. up for, honestly. Yeah, you thought, but this girl comes here. Yeah. Home, you right. thought, okay, here mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, um, God really worked in my heart and changed my heart um, to just from the thought of bringing this little girl into my home and making this little girl mine and loving her and helping her through this situation. God really softened my heart to her mom. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was, I was not expecting that. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Right. Um, he just really softened my heart. I got to know her mom because mm-hmm. I would take her to visit mm-hmm. her mom once a week and just kind of got to know her mom's story. And just realize, you know, she needs love. She needs right. support too. Yeah. And a lot of times it's a cycle. Right. Yeah. She, it is. Yeah. It's a cycle. And so, um, I mean, I, that was hard though. I had to change my mm-hmm. heart from, I want to adopt this child to, right. I want this mom to be successful and get her child back, right. yeah. which was hard. Um, but 
I mean, just God did more. Yeah. Just watching what God could do through that situation was more than I could have ever imagined. That was not anything I had thought. I mean, and it was hard. And I mean, yeah, of course we have different standards than CPS has, Mm -hmm. but we got to see her, her mom, her mom came to church with us multiple times. Yeah. We got to, you know, we had custody of her daughter on Mother's Day, but we got to go have a Mother's Day dinner with the mom and us together and just all these things that I never, ever imagined getting to do. It just really felt like, I mean, God was working Mm -hmm. in in her life and just getting to be a part of that. It it was amazing. And I'm I'm thankful that God used us in that way that I never imagined he would have used us in. Um, Yeah. And, and because of that, you know, later on, this I'll jump ahead of a, a, a kid, yeah. but her and her little brother that she didn't have originally wow. came back into our life. So at one wow. point in our life, we had six kids. We had mm-hmm. two biological, and do we even have anybody adopted at that point? No, we had four foster kids. So we had yeah, six man. kids at, at one point, right. um, and uh, in a three bedroom house, it, it, <laughs> it, it was it was crazy. Um, <laughs> but um, you know. And I guess if it, they they wound up, you know, the the thing about it was now that we already had this relationship with this little girl, yes. we were able to love on her and her little brother, yeah. you know, right. Um, and they, you know, they they wound up going back, you know, uh-huh. they came in. That was her second time into the system. into the system, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but uh, she got to go back, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's the hard, some of the hard stuff, you mm-hmm. know. But within all that, you know, after Audra went back home. Um, um, well, no, we still had Audra when we got Colton, correct? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So we definitely did not plan on a four-year-old boy. That oh, was right. not no, on no, our... No. Was it? We <laughs> weren't, weren't like, thinking no, about thank that. Because so. um, already that throws the birth order of our family right. yeah. out yes. the window. And some of the things you learn is to try to keep your birth order uh-huh. and you oh, know, yeah, we, yeah. things like that. But um, it was just another God thing. Mm-hmm. And we weren't, you know, we had the other little girl at the time, and that was still a situation going, well, hey, you might can adopt her. You know, we were still just in the middle of all of that. And then our CPS worker just, like, says, hey, I've got this little boy, and he's in this foster care situation. But unfortunately, the foster care situation he was in was Mm -hmm. not a good one. That foster Mm -hmm. care family was losing their license. He needed to be removed. Not only had he been removed from his biological family. But now he's being removed from a foster family. So wow. this poor little boy just right. has been through so much. She's like, I really think you are the perfect family and, and for him. And he was adopted. Like, he, he was adoptable, you know. Yes. Like, yes. It wasn't, hey, this is a foster situation. This kid needs a home. Yeah. We yes. think he would fit perfectly with you. Let's go Let's yeah. go meet at Chick-fil-A and yes. let you meet him. You wow. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. And that was, I think at this point, this is when we, we started, we're starting to realize, okay, God, our plan <laughs> Is, is out the window. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like you have some other plan going on here because right. we thought, give us a baby. We're going to yes. adopt the baby. We're going to tie the bow up, you know, tie mm-hmm. it all up with a bow and, and it's going to just be easy and it's going to be exactly the way we have it envisioned. Right. Um, but then we just realized that's not how this is going to go. <laughs> God has a whole nother plan. Well, and you know, look, th- so this is a powerful lesson that all of us need to learn, like no matter what, right? But but you guys learn through this experience. And that is that our job is to be surrendered to the will of God, mm-hmm. like whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And trust that if we're surrendered to his will, that what he's going to do 
as he guides us in his will is going to be good, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and it's going to be better than what our plans would have been for ourselves. But, Mm -hmm. but that is a really hard thing for us to do as human beings, you know, to relinquish that feeling of control, you know, Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. is really, really hard. So, Okay, so take me though to Chick Fil A. You you just you're going to Chick Fil A to meet to meet a little boy that you might be adopting. Right, right. that's what's so, going on. Yeah. So we never get to, we you know this is our first time to ever get to meet him. You know, so it walks this little chunky three year old little boy. You well, know. yeah, because he was like a week. Oh, I say four. He was like a week away right. from he was turning almost four. four. Okay. Right, yeah. so, almost four. So this this little guy comes in. You know, super bashful, doesn't say right. a word. You know, well, like, and the caseworker had told us like he's painfully mm-hmm. shy. He probably won't even speak to y'all. Right. right. But he start he he saw us mm-hmm. and he just like wouldn't stop talking. Mm-hmm. And the the caseworker's like jaw this drops to the floor. <laughs> she said, on? "I've never seen him act like this with anyone. Right. He's normally terrified of people." Right. So we were like, "Wow!" I mean, we just felt right. like, "Man, that's, that's awesome. I don't know. It's just another thing from yeah. God that." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 So you know, so we went from there, and uh, they they went home. We talked about it, you know, and. We're still trying to figure this out, you know. Do we do we take this boy in? You know, we get mm-hmm. a call. How 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 much later? Oh my goodness, like, like a, a day or I don't yeah, even a think it was later. a week. And uh, his foster family had messed up really bad, and oh, they man. and they said, "Here is where his uh, daycare's at. We need you to go pick him up now." Wow! So it's the end of the day. We all load up in Crystal's minivan, and we <laughs> drive over there. I, God provided us with a minivan because He knew we we're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, praise um, God. Yeah. Didn't know we we're going to need God for minivan. We're going to need a fifteen passenger van, but. <laughs> <laughs> so we pull up and this little guy, he comes out, you know, doesn't have anything, you yeah, know? Right. And he gets in a car with a family he had met yeah, one Yeah, I mean, time. we're like, you're coming with us. And he didn't know this morning when he'd been dropped off at daycare that yeah. we were coming to take no. him. Good yeah. grief. And, yeah. and and so he gets in our car. We, we scramble and get a car seat for him mm-hmm. and we're getting everything ready. Mm-hmm. And he gets in the car, and you know, and we... The rest is history. I mean, from there yeah. on, he was just a part of our family, you know. Yeah. Now, I mean, he he was he was he did start getting quiet. It was hard for him to express himself. I mean, yeah. still to this day, yeah. he, he still is a little bit, you know. But he uh, he you know to even communicate good with us, he had put on his Spider Man mask. Yeah, when he had his Spider Spider Man mask on. He could he could tell us what was going on yeah. in his life yeah. or what was wrong, what was bothering him. So, okay, him, that know? makes so, so sense, you know, because I'm thinking about the trunk or treat and I'm, you know, and, and standing next to you guys and y'all were all the Marvel people, you know, and I was like, that's what I, that, all right, that makes sense, yeah. Did I get that right? Is it Marvel or DC? It's Marvel. Mar- we, 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 we did Stranger Things. We y'all were a little Stranger different. Things. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's right, yeah, that's but, right. But that's my other favorite show. Oh, good, there you go. So, but, it, so he, He's he's an amazing young man. Like he is. It's just he was. It was just like I said. It was just never in our plans. No. We never would have no. said, "Hey, find us a four year old boy that we can adopt right. like that." But it just God brought him to us, and it just felt right. Just yeah. from right. that moment, so it was you had, just felt I mean, right. Peace mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from almost right from the jump. Then mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. when you met him at Chick Fil A, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you had a sense that the Holy yeah. Spirit's doing something. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and our son Kendricks, uh-huh. he was the one. You know, as a mom, I was kind of a little bit worried about because it was going to throw his birth order out. Yeah, of, how old were of, your other kids? So um, Kendricks would have been. He had been almost three. He had been two, two going on three, yeah. and, okay. and then Cadence would have been five or six. Yeah, five or six years oh, old. Okay. Yeah, so, so he was right in the middle. Right, right in between. the middle. Yeah, okay. yeah. But Kendricks just um, was so happy. He was yeah. like. I'm getting a brother. Yeah, uh, that's his just, best buddy. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. They they wound up having 
matching Lightning McQueen beds in the room, <laughs> like everything. You know, we got some amazing pictures from whenever they were little. Like yeah. now, now they're in their teenage years. They're, they're not as you know. They don't want to be buddies, but they are. You yeah, know? yeah, so. yeah. I get that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I have four younger brothers. So okay. I'm the oldest of five. So. Mm-hmm. And my the one who's closest to me is like 16, 15 months, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, you do get in those high school years, like we're too cool, to <laughs> <laughs> but we still liked each other. Right. And I right. and I might be getting kind of off, but like our biological children, they have been amazing. Oh yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a, a worry. Mm-hmm. I think of Everybody. are we going to bring in a kid that has some negative behaviors right. and is that how's that going to influence our biological kids are we going right. their trauma how is yes. that going to influence yeah. the mm-hmm. biological kids how are they going to feel with these other siblings in the family that have to share our attention and our time and things like that and i mean it just it feels like a, a family ministry mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. like god has just equipped yeah. our biological kids with so much love and so much patience and grace and the biggest hearts. Yeah. And, and it's been a day, huge blessing to mm. see, to see how God's worked in their yeah. lives. Right. And Cadence the other day, she just came in and, and talked to you, didn't she? About how thankful she is, you know, yeah. like sometimes oh, we get cool. stressed out and we're, we feel like we're going crazy, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but she just was thankful, you know, mm-hmm. for, for where we're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just really cool. God um, is so, uh, my favorite to be honest with you, like this, you know, Amy and I have, we, when we were living in Oklahoma, we went all the way through and, and, and we were about to adopt a girl, you know, mm-hmm. actually, we're, you know, uh, and then a bunch of crazy things happened. It didn't happen. That, that was a really traumatic experience, you know, in my life. And then, uh, and, and but that's still, so like you guys, it's something still that we believe one day, you know, mm-hmm. that that's what we're going to be doing. So, mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> but I'm just going to tell you, like, one of the big things that we worried about was our kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, with the reason, you know, anyway, it's a long story, but but we really worried about that. You know, how is mm-hmm. this going to affect them? Mm-hmm. You know, Amy was pregnant and Carson was, like, you know, six, you know, whenever we were first thinking about it. And uh, it's so awesome to hear, you know, because the Williams talked about, you know, uh, uh, their three older girls and and. Uh, those three girls are amazing, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, and then Kim Sanders talked about her oldest son John Wesley, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's an amazing young man, mm-hmm. and and uh, was he was like twelve or, or something like that whenever they adopted, and um and and all of them say what you guys just said, how profoundly, uh, positively, right that that the, their kids were impacted by by. Uh, when the Lord led their brothers and sisters into mm-hmm. the home, you exactly know? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really cool. That's and it's really never, cool. it's never a a fight of you know, well, they're my my real parents or whatever that right. is. Like that, yeah. I've never heard anything like that ever yeah. said out of our kids' mm-hmm. mouths. You know, yeah. yeah, and they've never said, "This is my adopted brother, or my adopted sister." Oh, no. just, right. This is my, my brother. brother. This is my, my sister. sister. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, so I'm I'm adopted. My my dad adopted me. My father signed over parental rights. And my dad adopted me and my oldest brother. And uh, so we're half brothers, you know, half brothers with the rest of my brothers in my family. But no one's ever said that. <laughs> and and if someone were to say that to me, I might fight them. Like, I, I you know, because we're just not like that. You know, yeah. we, we're the same way, very close. So, mm-hmm. okay, so, so God leads you to this crazy little four-year-old boy. And you <laughs> adopt a, a four-year-old boy. And so, so keep going it's, with your story. Well, it, so, I mean, so Colton, we, you know, we, we started fostering 
And during that foster process. Yeah, because and he had already been in foster care for, I think, about nine months. Mm-hmm. And the um, biological parents were losing their rights. Right. So it was ending... It was getting towards the end, yeah. but still, we it, it just takes so long it to does. do paperwork. So he was still foster care for a little while, but we mm-hmm. were moving towards adoption. But um, our caseworker at the children's home knew, okay, they came to me for a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's like, I, I still want to try to, you know, help them with, with what they yeah. wanted. We, we were at a Christmas party. So we were at the children's home Christmas party <laughs> and our caseworker, you know, all the foster parents and the kids and the caseworkers are all there. And she it's was like, like going to the puppy. You know, no, it's not. I'm, no, it's not. Not. I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm going to tell so. a story of Amy and I's experience in a second. But, okay. but yeah, so you're at the um, Christmas party. And yeah. our caseworker said, see that other foster parent over there. See, um, she had a, like a baby mm-hmm. carrier, one that wraps around you. Yeah. She had this little newborn baby in the baby carrier. She said, see that baby in her baby carrier? Mm-hmm. She said, that's the baby I'm I'm gonna I'm working on for y'all. Uh, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, um, immediately Crystal wanted to run over there and like rip the I know. Like, like, I want to hold, hold the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I am working on getting that baby doll. She's in foster care right now, but right. looks like she's gonna move to adoption and that uh-huh. foster parent that the foster family that she's with only wants to foster. Right, they right. don't want to adopt. Yeah. They, like, they specialize in newborn babies, yes. I mean, like uh, premature babies. Like oh, kids, that's their... Babies that are coming home on yeah. oxygen that need yes. to be in foster mm-hmm. care. That's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Praise that's, God for that's how, like that's that. How, I know. That's how Praise, Collins yeah. was. Yeah. You know? So they were an amazing family. and But, you know, so of course, my you know my mama heart's like, oh, yes, okay, baby. I'm so mm. excited. <laughs> um, and so from there, I mean, it... It took about three or four months, mm-hmm. um, but the transition was a lot longer. Yeah, than we had thought. Colton, so. um, and but we got um, in the foster family we had been working with. We were all at Children's Home of Lubbock. They were mm-hmm. great. We got to go over we to the house, the house and oh, hold, wow. hold, and hold her and, and meet her oh, and man. just spend time with her. So cool. And then um, then she got moved to our house, mm-hmm. um, and that so that happened in December. So Colton she got still moved wasn't adopted. So yet. We, had, <laughs> we had three foster kids. At so that she point, came to our house so. in March, and um, yeah, so she, she was. She had been in foster care since, well, she was born in June and mm-hmm. um, unfortunately um, at her birth was put into the foster care system then. So yeah. she'd been in foster care since June when she had been um, in the hospital for a while, born premature, which left the hospital, went to this foster family, and then it just wasn't looking like the parents were going to do what they yeah. needed to do to get her back. And the biological family um, didn't, the, some of the grandparents tried and they none of them just, just were a safe place right. for right. her to go. So she was needing an adoptive family, and um, mm-hmm. so the other family she had been with was just foster only. So we made the transition, and she came to our home. And um, from there, it was probably it was over a year because she was two mm-hmm. by the time we adopted her. Wow! Well, we adopted Colton, and we adopted Colton that. during that whole process yeah, that whole too. Process. We got to adopt um, Colton, um, and then we got to adopt. Collins. So uh, then Collins' adoption uh-huh. was, it just takes a while. I right. mean, yeah. we had gotten to the point where the parental rights had been terminated, right. which which is a hard, that's another hard, hard right. thing. Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, and, sometimes it's best. Actually, both Colton and Collins on our court day where we showed up mm-hmm. and it was going to be the parental rights termination, we... Um, we got to meet Colin's yeah. biological mom. Wow. We did not get to meet Colton's, but we talked um, to her on the phone. She was incarcerated, so we mm-hmm. talked to her on the phone uh-huh. at, at the court hearing. And um, both of them, it was a really emotional yeah. day. They yeah. both, I can't imagine. They both had their own yeah. stories. Yeah. yeah. And they both just said, I can't take care of this right. kid. Mm-hmm. Please take Please care of love my kid my for, kid me. for oh, me. So yeah. cool. Yeah. So it was a hard day. So they actually wound up, both of them wound up not we didn't the court did not have to terminate their rights they actually signed their rights over to mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. Yeah. um 
That's that's good too, mm-hmm. though. That's mm-hmm. I, and I would say this. I, I, because maybe it's because I've been adopted, but mm-hmm. like, but listen, I was always supposed to be Gary Miles' son. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's no. He was my dad. He was my dad before I ever even met him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was going to be my dad before I was ever even born. Mm-hmm. Right? The mm-hmm. Lord of the Lord of Heaven's armies knew who my dad was, yeah. and he put me in the home with my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and we, we took a little while to get there, but I got there. Right? You mm-hmm. know. So uh, and so, it's the same way with your kids. Sometimes we think of adoption. But my, my my feeling, right? My view on it is mm-hmm. that you guys were always supposed to be these two, mm-hmm. th- their mm-hmm. parents, and and the, the Lord brought them into your family at exactly the right time mm-hmm. for you and for them, and He brought them into your family, and uh, and that was a, a a mercy for you, right? It was God's mm-hmm. grace for mm-hmm. you because of all the great things He did in your life as a result. Of that it was a grace for them because they got to be in this loving family. It was a grace for these birth families mm-hmm. also who had all kinds of stuff going on, mm-hmm. right? So God mm-hmm. in his mercy did something that was good for everyone and, right. and put them into the into the home that they were always supposed to be in. So, mm-hmm. right. um, and so I, I love that. I love, you know, those, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's the part of the story that I want to, that I always want to make sure that I talk about because it's been my experience, mm-hmm. right? We, you know, my dad is my dad. And he's, he, you know, he, he was always supposed to be my dad, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that, that people who've been through adoptions, I think they, they feel that way and they know mm-hmm. that, but it's, mm-hmm. but people who haven't been through that don't necessarily know it. So if you're out there, uh, those of you who are listening, if God is calling you to foster and, or, and, or if God is calling you to adopt, what that means is that, is that God has people that he's already ordained that he's mm-hmm. he desires to put into your family they belong in your family you're you're not trying to make them fit right mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they already belong yeah. there yeah. and so the lord god is going to bring them to you and he's going to put them in into your family mm-hmm. and you don't want to miss that blessing right yeah, yeah. so yeah. okay all well right. just like on that like is it just how perfectly God planned it all. There's things like about Colton. I'm like, oh, he's so much like you, Swade, you uh, know? Yeah, exactly <laughs> and right. there's things like, even when I take um, all the kids to the dentist, it's funny because the dentist is like, all the girls' mouths are like the same. Mm-hmm. Like they <laughs> like they have like right. the same biological the same, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, God planned it. They're our kids, you know? Yeah, and yes. <laughs> just little things I, like that. Like I, there's no people, way they're not our kids. People say all the time I look like my dad. They mm-hmm. tell me that all the time. And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, he's my dad. He's my dad. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's you know, right. Yeah. That's funny. I well, love it. And so during during the whole adoption of, of Collins and, and Colton, our two foster kids came back and then they left. Right. Um, so we were done. We're yeah. like, all right, we got our <laughs> yes. four kids. We, we got two girls, two boys. Yeah. Life is good. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go it, on. Especially you know? after having six kids for a little while. I was like, yeah. no more. I can't, <laughs> no more, I can't take no any more. <laughs> so we decided, we, we prayed about it. We're like, you know what? Let's let our home close. Let's not... Uh-huh. It's not be foster family anymore, you know. It's, if, if you keep it open, they're going to keep calling, oh, you yeah. know, and saying, "Hey, yeah. we got some kids." Because the oh, need never stops. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they begged us not to stop, you know. <laughs> but we were like, "No, we feel that God has called us yeah. to, to stop," you know. Yeah. So, so how many years? I mean, three, four years had passed, and we had our four years. Four years four had years. passed. And four we years had, since Colin's adoption. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we had our four kids, and everything was fine, and we were done, you know. Yeah. 
So we were even building a house. We're building we a house. Got, like our forever house. We like, designed it to fit the kids for, for perfectly. Kids. We're like, God, this is our perfect house. Thanks for blessing us with it. And then God's like, hey, uh, you forgot to factor in a fifth kid. And we're like, oh gosh, we, we did, huh? Um, and so my, uh, so just to kind of, you know, we, to recap, you know, we had a little boy that got taken out of foster and we had him like the next day. Like it was crazy and right. it was just fast paced. And he was a th- almost, he was a four year old boy at that point. And then we have Collins who's a baby and it's yeah. a slow transition and everything else, you know? And then I get a call from my, my aunt, uh-huh. which would be, so it's my mom's sister. Yeah. And this is um, her. So her granddaughter um, got in a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. And uh, she called and she said, Swade, you know, you're uh, my great granddaughter um, is in uh, needs help. Is that right? Great granddaughter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her great granddaughter. Yeah. So, so she's like your, I don't know, second, third so like cousin. Second or something. third cousin. So right. she called and she's like, Swade, we, you're the only person in the family. She's with the foster family. We want her in the family. You're yeah. the only, you and Crystal are the only people we know that can do this. Will you take this little girl? And we were like, what? what? <laughs> well, we were done. We, we, yeah. don't, we don't need another kid. You know, yes, this, yeah. this, this is over. And Because uh, we were living in a tiny rent house and mm-hmm. we were building a house. We were building a house. Yeah. And we like I said, we had, we had already designed it. Here's yeah. the boys' room and the boys' yeah. bathrooms. And here's the girls' room and the girls' yeah. bathroom. And we um, were in a little... I was like, we didn't design our house for another oh, no, kid. No, I mean, no. that sounds so ridiculous, yeah. but that's like my first thought, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we are in a little like you know, a thousand square foot, you know, rent house while we're waiting on this. So, right. You know, and already it was really tight. And so we're like, well, we, we can go, we can go meet her, you know, yes. we can go take her out and we were able to go pick her up, you know, and take her out to do some stuff. She, she was um, up North. Um, so we went and picked her up and took her to play and took her to eat and met her and tried, you know, just, just seeing what the situation was, you know? Um, but before that, you know, I, 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 called crystal you know and I, I told her about the whole situation that was going on um yeah. and uh you know her, her being who she is you know we both were like okay let's do it <laughs> right. you know if if, yeah. if if it's not crazy god's not calling you to do it so right. let's go do it you know <laughs> well <laughs> so, and i did i mean i don't think it moved that fast like I, we did take some time and we prayed about it right but right. um i think by this point we had we had kind of learned um, just to trust God and right. just mm-hmm. to be open, just to say yes. And then right. I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned through this is just to say yes to what God has planned. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the Lord also made you guys both where like your high, you know, empathy, right? Your heart mm-hmm. goes out, you know, to folks. And, and so you're naturally that way, both of you. And so, so, you know, so your default answer, you know, is, Yes, let me help somehow. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now the Lord does have to do a little convincing sometimes. But, I did oh, have right. those selfish thoughts like, but the bathroom situation and the right. bedroom yeah, right, situation. Right. And right. then like, I mean, honestly, that's going to add a couple more years till the time oh, yeah. that we have an empty house. We, we, already, we already have that clock ticking from whenever college is going to go. When we get to take that big trip to Tahiti yeah. in my dream <laughs> vacation. <laughs> So I, I did have some of those thoughts pop right, into my head. Right, and yeah, yeah. Five kids. Can I do five kids? Right. Six kids was really hard. It was hard. Yeah, it was yeah. real, I mean, that was a struggle for me as a mom. Mm-hmm. Can I Can I do five kids? Yeah. Right. And so when there was, it wasn't, oh, right, it wasn't just quick and easy. 
I mean, I had, I wrestled with that for a little while Absolutely. for yeah. sure. Definitely. But um, I'm, I'm more of the, uh, let's go, you know, like, like, like uh, me too, well, brother. Seat your pants and just let's do it. You yes, know, so. we're, we're, but she we're balances brothers. me out big time. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> the same way with me and Amy, you know, Amy's very much, you know, so uh, but like, like that very, you know, ordered, mm-hmm. structured, you know, and wants to have mm-hmm. a plan, you know, right. so, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, and I'm grateful. Uh, super they keep grateful. us grounded. For no sure, doubt. So. No doubt. <laughs> but. I, I, you know, one thing that you said, you're like, I don't know. Can I, can I do this? Mm-hmm. So, there are a lot of people that are listening to the podcast. That's what they're thinking, mm-hmm. right? Can I do? I don't think I can do this. Can mm-hmm. Can I even do this? And um, and I think what you guys have learned through your story and, and and just what's true about the Lord is the the Holy Spirit empowers people to do what the Holy Spirit calls people to do. Right. <laughs> he doesn't just call us to do something. He also empowers us to do it. So the answer to that question, "Can I do it?" is yes. You can do whatever it is God's called mm-hmm. you to do, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. and uh, and I mean, this is the Lord of Heaven's armies, right? His, mm-hmm. Is his arm too short? You know, mm-hmm. no, he can he can do anything. What what is it that God can't do? And so the, the question is not can we do it? The question is can the Lord do it? Right. Mm-hmm. And the answer to the question is yes, of course the Lord can do it. So then it's then is God telling me to do it? Right. And mm-hmm. and if God's calling me to do it then he's definitely powerful. Mm-hmm. Enough. Right. So. Absolutely. And just kind of going back to how I was just worried about like the house situation, like God just provided. I mean, yeah. like there was a situation on one of the closets mm-hmm. and it had some extra feet in it. So now we have enough closet space right. for two girls in yeah. this closet. Yeah. And well, then I like, was worried. I was like, what, what are we going to do? You know, so their, I took my dad over there. All and the like, clothes. Do this. Ex- it's like, yeah, there's room right oh, here. Wow. Make this closet okay. bigger. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then I was, yeah, I was worried because we had built um, like a bar because right. um, in the kitchen, like the yeah. kitchen counter, uh-huh. like that's where I want all the kids to eat mm-hmm. because I can wipe it off and it's easy and clean. Yeah, yeah. And um, then my first thought was, oh, but we're not going to have enough room around the bar for all the kids to sit around. Well, the bar wound up being bigger than we originally planned. Exactly, exactly for seven enough. <laughs> for seven. I mean, it was just, just in that God provided, but just yeah. going back to God. God equipping you, right. like, I mean, just an effort to be transparent. There's so many days mm. where mm-hmm. I have not felt adequate or good enough right. to do this. So many hard days. Even mm. here we are having done this for, right. I don't know, 10 years now. Right. We still have hard days. We still right. have days where we our, our well, kiddos deal with the trauma. Yeah, it's not, it's not all sunshine and no. rainbows yeah. and stuff. I mean... It's these kids have they have trauma. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, e- even Collins is a newborn. She had to deal with that that she didn't have a mom that she was able to attach to yes. as a newborn, and mm-hmm. then I, she went to a foster family that she kind of attached to, and then she was taken from that situation. All confusing for it's all trauma. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all and trauma. Never able to really form right. that secure attachment. Even Colton, the, you know, yeah. had a three year old coming into the system. He's mm-hmm. been through so much. Yeah. Like we could do podcasts on each of the kiddos and their stories. Yes. They have yeah. such amazing stories, mm-hmm. but that's something for them to tell one of these mm-hmm. days, yeah. you know, right. and, and Callie as well. I mean, they're, but it all comes just like we all have trauma. Those kids have trauma, yes. you know, and it's not, it's not always easy. So, right. but just to say, there's no way that I can handle that in my own strength. Right. I mean, just learning to just give it to God. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been on my knees in tears. Oh, I mean, yeah. there are some hard days, mm-hmm. but 
like you said, God will equip and God will provide. And he just, I mean, if I try to do it in my own strength, there's, there's no way, yeah. there's no way. Um, yeah, and then he brings people into our lives, um, mm-hmm. like an amazing, um, children's counselor to help right. us. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Right. it's just, I, you so know, so many things. Yeah, boy, there's so much we could get to, and I know we've got you. Uh, uh, but I, I want to. Uh, there's a, one thing I want to say, and then I want to ask you guys one more question, and then and then we can close it down. But mm-hmm. I just feel like you know, um, anybody who's a parent who's listened to this podcast, anybody has been on their knees crying over their mm-hmm. kids. Okay, mm-hmm. like we all know what that's like, you know, um, and. Uh, even even kids who were born to you and who have not experienced any of that stuff, you know, they're still going to go through difficult patches and mm-hmm. painful and hurtful seasons. I mean, that, that's kind of the... And as a parent, it doesn't matter. Like, all of us are in the process of learning that these kids don't belong to us anyway. Mm-hmm. They belong to the Lord God, and we've, mm-hmm. uh, we have to surrender any feeling of control we have about how they're going to turn out that right mm-hmm. it's a, it, the god who began a good work and then will be faithful to complete it and it mm-hmm. does and he's in charge of it and he's going to do it mm-hmm. and i just had a conversation with a mom about that today like earlier today and all of us parents are going through that right so um so you know so when, when you think about foster care and you think about foster care and adoption you think about well yeah there's there's be trauma associated there's gonna you know it's mm-hmm. not it's not gonna be easy no Nope. I won't be being a parent is not easy. Yeah. There's no such thing as mm-hmm. an easy parenting job. Okay. Right. So it's always hard and, and that's what makes it so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And nothing that God calls us to do. God never calls you to do something easy. Mm-hmm. If 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 it was easy, you wouldn't need to trust him. Right. Mm-hmm. If it was easy, you wouldn't need his power. All of the most amazing things we do in our life are mm-hmm. hard. Right. Anybody who's married knows that, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody who, mm-hmm. all of the the best things God calls us to do are the hard things. Right. And mm-hmm. So, uh, so thank you for pointing that out. Okay, well, just last thing. I just I want to personally, what has God taught you? Um, three kids that you've adopted, you know, and two kids that God gave you biologically. So He's given you five kids, you know. So from being their parents, right? What do you feel like is one thing that God has just really taught you? Uh, I mean, so much. You I, could, it down. I know. I, I could. Thought, yeah. I think. The one thing that he's taught me is so much, but the main thing is um, when I think about how much I love these kids and how much I would give of myself, my life, just all that I sacrifice for these kids, whether they're biologically mine or or adopted Mm -hmm. mine, they're just my kids, Mm -hmm. how much I love them, just this immense love I have for them and just how I'm willing to just sacrifice anything in my own life for them. Mm. When I think about that God loves me like a million times more than that. Like right. his love for me yeah. and his love for these kids that he's given to me and is even more than the love I have for them. I, I just can't even fathom that love. Yeah. And I just, and when I think about, yeah, being a parent is hard and you know, the things you have to sacrifice as a parent and um, just, just the, how hard it is. Then I think about, what my heavenly father has done for me and how he sent his son down to suffer this horrible death on the cross for me. And just mm-hmm. all the sacrifices he made to call me his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, that, and our kids teach us about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mm-hmm. really do. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a good word. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go no, on. you're good. No, and I, I was just going to add on to hers. She, she's always so well-spoken. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, really what, what God's taught me through all this is just how, how, I mean, how much, you know, really his love. And, you know, whenever you have your own kids, it's like, I love these kids so much. There's no more room in my heart. Now. I love yes. my wife so much. I love these two kids so much. There's no more room. And then, you know, you, you adopt a kid and it's like, okay, my heart grew a little bit or something, you know, right. there's more love there and, you know, and just how much love there is. And, and, and back to what Crystal said, how much God loves us that I love each of my kids just equally as much. And I know that God loves each of us just as much as everyone else. He, he yeah. doesn't love any of us less than the other one. You right. know, we're all, it's all his children, you know, and, and that, you know, he adopted us, you know, and, and, and for us to be able to return that favor here on earth, you know, it's just a small part of what we, what we can do in his ministry. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I tell everybody, you know, I thought I knew what love was, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and cause I loved Amy with mm-hmm. everything. But when they put Carson in my arms for the first time, right. It was like, right. It was like I had been living in the living room of this huge mansion. Uh-huh. And I thought that's all there was. Right. And then somebody like kicked the door open. and was like, look, look at all this, you know what I right. mean? And then every kid that you have after that, you realize, oh, gosh, there's, there's so there's much more. more here, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I, I believe that, that, that is, that is really true. Um, well, listen guys, thank you so much for, for sharing. We're going to post in the, in the description of this, uh, uh, of this podcast, we're going to post a link for Texas Girls and Boys Ranch. Awesome! They have a really great oh, program yeah. for recruiting Absolutely. foster parents well, and everything. And, and so we did. I didn't get to say this, but whenever so we let we said we let our our license um, lapse. We, yeah, we didn't do it anymore. So whenever it came time for us to adopt um, Callie, it was right in the middle of COVID and stuff. Wow! So Texas Boys and uh, Girls Ranch, they were able to help us get relicensed. That's awesome. So we did adopt Callie through the Texas uh, yeah. Girls and Boys Ranch. So well, they're they're special in our heart as well. Mm-hmm. They're um, amazing. Yeah, they and, were. And anyone that's listening to this, you if you know me and Crystal, hunt us down. If you if it if if, right. it, if you have that feeling in your heart that you may want to mm-hmm. pursue this. Mm-hmm. We're here for you. If wow. you want to go eat lunch, you want to come have coffee, or I know we have a crazy life, and you probably do too, but we want to share what we know with you. Yeah. You know, we. Yeah, and just going back to me saying how hard it is, like I don't want that to scare anybody away, because like you said, just being a parent is hard. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But as hard as it is, just the good times mm-hmm. are just that much better. Yeah, right. no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. There's. Yeah. The ble- I can't imagine my life without my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so, you know, the blessing, whatever, you, the the blessing is so much greater than the sacrifice mm-hmm. that you don't really think about the sacrifice most of the time. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm always, you know, it was always amazing to me. Like, you know, Amy, I guess she went through like 12 hours of labor with Carson. You know, I mean, it was really hard. But I mean, the second that they put Carson in her arms, but she, she wasn't even thinking about how hard it was. She was thinking about this amazing kid that Mm -hmm. she had. So I think that there's, that's a true Mm -hmm. thing in all of our lives. Mm -hmm. Nothing worth doing is easy. Right. Mm -hmm. The, the, the benefit and the beauty and the, you know, the ways that you're shaped and grown or transformed because Mm -hmm. of having done it or to say that it's worth it is not even, I didn't even get close to it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a blessing that's far beyond whatever sacrifice we make right. you know, yeah. to do yeah. it. So Absolutely. Uh, that's a good word. Well, and I will say to you guys too, thank you. Thank you for uh, just like sharing a little bit about what it means to just say yes to God, right? To just, mm-hmm. to just unequivocally, no strings attached to just say yes to the Lord. 
uh, that's how we're supposed to live our lives, you know? And I don't know what that means for everybody listening to the podcast. I don't know. I don't know what saying yes to God will mean for you, how, where God's going to lead you. But I do know that where he will lead you will be your best life. <laughs> I know that. And because it's life with him right. and, and, and it is, it's, it's beyond worth it. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Appreciate Man, Thank you. you so much. Awesome. I appreciate you guys being here. And so y'all hang at, hang, uh, uh, have, you know, hope we have a great day out there listening. Hang, hang on for next week. We're, we're going to have another podcast next week. More interesting, amazing people. You don't want to miss it. In the meantime, though, we'll see you around town. Thanks for tuning in to First Things First. We want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water. You can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas. Our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m. Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you around town.